Welcome back to episode 165 of Your Best Year Starts Here with me, Neil Martin, and my good friend, Mr. Nigel Risner. And if you haven't listened to last week's episode yet, which go, is episode 164, yeah, go back and listen to it before you listen to this one. Because I think we're doing some sort of like weird, you know, part two continuation thing. Okay. Are you ready for this? Yes. So we were talking about time commitment and all the other bollocks that goes along with all this. Excuse my language. Do you remember in the old days when Candy Crush first started and everyone <laughs> played it on Facebook? Do you remember? I, I remember it, but I never played it. Okay. What happened was it was very interesting because there's a theme to this that you played on Facebook and then it would tell everyone which level you got to. So, you know, you'd see someone, you'd be doing some work and Joe Bloggs has just completed level 217. Mm-hmm. Well, what's interesting, everyone's taken that app, sorry, they've taken that off because otherwise it could still be going on because then everyone would know you're not working. And obviously from a work point of view, that then became, I'd be saying to my PA, um, how was that level of 2737? You know? <laughs> I said, but you don't know. I've just seen that you've completed it. But imagine, and this is the point I was going to get to, imagine from today, every time you are on Amazon, Netflix, Facebook, Instagram, uh, I've left a few of them out. LinkedIn, Spotify, LinkedIn, It came up on your computer, on your Facebook, this is how much time you've spent. Mm-hmm. And imagine at the end of the week, you actually could see how much time you'd spent on Netflix, browsing on Amazon, Facebook, Instagram, going on TikTok. I knew there was one I'd left out. And you realized you had probably spent seven to 10 hours a week on that stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm probably as guilty as everyone else. But at least I'm admitting it. And I'm still doing my steps. Yep. But please don't say you don't have the time when you do have the time because there are things you could be doing on the train. You could be doing personal development. You could be doing a gratitude list. You could be doing some personal development. You could be doing some reading. You could be walking up and down the carriageway. You could be walking along the railway line. The railway line, that's good going. On the the railway platform. (laughs) Don't do the railway line. (laughs) Yeah, no, don't do that. On the railway platform whilst you're waiting for your train. So there's lots of things you could do. The problem is... We have got two issues. We have an expectation economy where we expect things now, and we've got a boredom level of, I, can't, I must be doing something, so let's do a bit of TikTok. And the problem is you go down a very dark hole once you start on one video, and you can be 20, 30 minutes. I mean, I'm not going to mention anyone's names, but I know certain people who go to the toilet, and it's a long time when they come out, and there's no flushing. All I know <laughs> is you've been watching a video and everything else, and they've just, it's gone on from one to another. So people have time, and like you said last week, it's how you spend your time and about what's important. Yep. Now, I just want everyone to acknowledge it's important to watch Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, whatever, if that's where you want to run your life. If your life is working perfectly in every area of your life and you have those seven extra hours a day, a week, then continue doing it. I don't know anyone whose life is working so perfectly they can do that. Mm -hmm. I'm still not saying you shouldn't be listening to podcasts or reading or whatever because it's how you you take your information in. 
But I know how long, and Netflix are very clever, because as you finish one episode... There's the next one. Yeah, yeah. It's coming on. And and if the series finishes, it recommends what you're going to like and think, well, let me have a quick look just to see. Well, you you know when you've been watching it for a really long time, because it actually comes up with a, are you still watching? Like if you, like if you, like if you watch, if you watch enough episodes back to back, it it actually like pauses and asks you if you're actually still there, right? So you know it's the the technology, and you know that's me admitting that I've done that, right? (laughs) But you know the, the technology, you're right. It's it's designed in such a way to keep us in the loop. It's designed, you know, even down to the episode design. Let's get quite frank here. When you're creating a TV show like that, you're putting a hook at the end of every show to make people want to watch the next one. And that's so, why most me, people so, sit down to watch one and watch eight, right? So let's be really clear with people. Let's be really honest with our day, week, month. You have all the time you need. Now, I, you know, my son and daughter-in-law are living with us and, you know, Lindsay, bless her, is working her nuts off and looking after baby and picking her up, and she doesn't have much spare time. But if I challenged her that could she find 15 minutes in a day to do something, I guarantee she'd say yes. Yep. Could she find an hour? I don't know. The baby is 10 months old. Yep. If you've got a kid that's five or six and is going to school, on the way back from dropping your kid off, you could listen to a personal development. You could be doing something. I just think we have got into such an excuse mode that we don't have time. I don't dispute some of us don't have the money, which is why walking is free. Yep. So there's no excuse not to be doing walking steps because that is free. Most Some people can't afford the gym, and I get that. So what you can do, if you're really clever, you get your hand gel, are you ready for a new exercise? Go on, then. And you just hold it. <laughs> That's all you have to do. Because I'm telling you now, it's heavy after four minutes. You, what you'll realise is you could hold it for five minutes the following day. Mm. You could hold it for six minutes. And we've all got hand gel. Mm. You can actually, if you really want to be clever, hold a feather. Well, the, yeah, the, 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 there's a lot of things that can be done inexpensively. You know, one of the best pieces of equipment you will ever use, whether you go to the gym or not, is your own body. You know, something like a, 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 a press-up. You know, something like a sit-up, something like a lunge. You know, those things you're using your own body weight. Now you so can that costs no money. Exactly. So if you're walking and you did a lunge while you're walking, you look a bit like Monty Python and the silly walks, but you could do it. So, so now we've got an excuse of we don't need the money, and we've now found thirty minutes, forty minutes of time. Yep. Now, what's the excuse? And now we've said continue watching Netflix, but halve it. So if you did, so we've spoken about food diaries a lot and we've spoken about gratitude lists a lot and we've spoken about let go of lists. Here's a question for everyone. Write down for a week what you do every hour a week. And I promise you, you will be amazed if you could do it. I mean, you know when you see those uh, video cameras that fast forward, you know, when you're watching a building going up, if you could do that to yourself, I love when they do those diet programs and they show what people eat in a week. Yep. Have you seen that? Yep. It's a great program. And they show this whole table of food. And the, and the girl or boy goes, Oh, my God. It. Yeah, yeah. And it's all brown. You know, yeah. it's, it's all beige. Brown. Yeah. <laughs> there's no vegetables. There's no colors. Yep. But if you could do that in your own life, you would realize that we have time. We have energy. And if you spent less on everything else, you'd have a bit more money. But that's a separate issue for the moment. So let's not bullshit ourselves. And I'm sorry about my language, but I'm into rant mode number two here. 
we spend so much time bullshitting ourselves that it nearly becomes true. Mm. And we know it's not true because COVID has shown when we're at home, we can live at home and we've got quite a bit of space. Or we need to go out and we need to, we need to exercise. When the government said you can all go out for a walk for an hour, it was amazing. Everyone did it. Yep. Now the government are saying you can, the maximum, I loved it. Do you remember when the government said you can only go out for a maximum of an hour? And everyone went, oh, I need longer. Need an hour at least. Yeah, yeah. At least. <laughs> now it's not there. No one's going out. When I walk the dog in the morning at eight o'clock, in many of the parks I go to, there's three or four dogs I meet. Yeah. Where are all these people? And that includes the weekends. Yeah. Last night, I don't dispute, or last week, like quarter to 11 at night, there wasn't many of us out there. There was another guy on his phone who I just know was probably doing the same program as me. I I could see him moaning. Yep, yep. I mean, I I think there's a couple of things to say here. One is, um, and we, we alluded to this a little bit in the last episode, but, you know, the difference between time management and choice management. Yeah, the amount of time you got doesn't change, but how you choose to spend it can, right? So that that's number one. It's you know, anyone that talks about time management. I don't even believe in time management as a concept anymore. Okay, so I believe in choice. I, I believe in I believe in choice management. Okay, right? so let's for a month not allow ourselves to say time management. It's choice management. Yeah. So that's the first thing. I think the I think the second thing for me, you know, you talk about like auditing your time, and I've got a, a friend in the US actually, and he talks about doing this in fifteen minute time chunks for two weeks. So effectively, for two weeks, you monitor your whole life in 15-minute time chunks, and then you sit down and you look at, how am I spending my time? You know, how much of it was strategic? How much of it was on my health? How much of it was on sleep? How much time did I spend eating? You know, how much of it was on tactical stuff? If it's, you know, if you run your own business or you're a leader in a business, something of that sort of nature, you know, how much of my time was spent on things that I really should have got somebody else to do? You know, where am I spending my time in 15-minute time chunks, okay, now how many of those can I eliminate and, you know, not do anymore, either because they're completely unnecessary or because I don't enjoy them and they're completely unnecessary or because I don't enjoy them, they're unnecessary for me to do, but I can easily give them to somebody else. Now, not everyone's going to have the luxury of I can give it to somebody else and I get that, but it's, you know, it's breaking something down and going, you know, how am I spending my time? How do I really want to be spending my time? And having done that exercise more than once myself, what I will say is you get to about day three and you start spending your time differently. Just the very act of writing down how you're spending your time makes you think about the way you spend your time. And it's a bit like you mentioned food diaries, okay? You know, one of the things that I will do if I'm ever being really regimented with my health is I will write down every single thing I consume. And it's not because I want to look back at it later. You know, that's what I tell myself as to why I'm doing it. But that's not the real reason. The real reason is the fact that if I've got to write it down, I'm actually going... I'm making myself even more accountable now. Actually, that you know, I don't want to write down the fact that I've just eaten a you know family sized bar of Cadbury's dairy milk, or I've just eaten a you know a family sized bag of something. I'm so glad you, you said know? family size. When people say they had a bar, and I go, "Well, how big?" And did you use the resealable <laughs> thing? I'm always confused. I've never understood who does a resealable. <laughs> Why is there a resealable <laughs> thing? <laughs> You know, but it's it, it's you know it, it's it's about being honest with yourself, basically. And yeah, but you see, that's the key thing. And let's be really clear: we we weren't honest in what why we didn't commit to our goals. We weren't honest in how much we could stretch ourselves. We're not honest with our own excuses, and then we can't trust ourselves for future decisions. And so, let's be and, really clear: if we don't trust ourselves, and we keep saying it because we keep failing. It's either not working or you need an accountability coach. Yeah. And also, the more you then learn to trust yourself, 
and this is this is the other sort of important point the more you learn to trust yourself the more self-esteem you'll build the more self-esteem you build the more you will learn to love and respect yourself and have healthy boundaries for yourself and all of those kinds of things the more of that you do the easier it is to allow other people to love you and to be there for you and to support you but when you're being dishonest with yourself about where you really are guess what you put a little wall up, you put a little barrier up. Because if you're lying to yourself about about things, you're probably lying to other people about things too. And the more you put those walls up around yourself, the harder it is to let anybody in. And then it's a vicious cycle because you don't let other people in, so you don't feel loved. If you don't feel loved, you go, oh, what's the point anyway? And it's it's like a downward, downward spiral. And I I honestly believe that, you know, those kinds of downward spirals around things like mental health or mental illness is probably a better way of phrasing it, is something that we can all step into. And at different points in our life, we all will. But think of it a little bit like an elevator in a building, right? The build, That elevator is going to go all the way down to the basement or even the sub-basement or even like, you know, floor minus 16 or something. But you get to choose where you get off. And that's the important bit, is you get to choose where you get off. And if you realise you're going down, what are some things you can do to go, I'm going to press that button, I'm going to get off this lift. And it ain't always easy, right? There are things that life throws at us that are really hard to deal with, you know? And, and I appreciate there's probably somebody listening to this that's dealing with something really difficult right now. But my own experience and the experience I've seen of many other people around me is, you know, the minute you start to get honest with yourself, and then share honestly about how you're feeling and what you're going through, the, the earlier you can start to actually you know, get out of that lift, get out of that elevator and actually get on with, with life. It doesn't take the problem away. It just gives you a way to deal with it. But you know, we all have fears. We all have considerations. We all have roadblocks. And that's going to be for the rest of our lives. 100%. There's going to be stuff that comes up. Going back to one of the very first episodes, the more self-esteem, the more self-worth, the more self respect we have for ourselves which is going back to our poker chip theory that you know it's about gambling if you had more if you had more chips you gamble more if you have more self-esteem you can take more risks yep. if you take more risks you have more self-esteem but here's the real kick for everyone when you start being honest with yourself and you see the results you'll want to continue the problem is the results of not being honest are disastrous yep. because you're just lying and you know you're lying and then you don't trust yourself. Yeah. So it's not a difficult choice for everyone. Choice management is number one. Telling the total truth faster is number two. And being aware that the only reason why 99% of us are failing is because we're choosing to. Yep. Now, that's going to be a really nasty kick in the teeth for some people. Yep. people say, well, that's not fair. Well, then <laughs> remove yourself from the situation because you're not a tree. And remember that denial stands for don't even know I am lying. And I know no is spelt with a K, not an N. It's not my acronym, um, but it's very true, isn't it? You know, when you deny something, you're lying to yourself, but you're pretending that you're not lying. And um, yeah, the, 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 quicker, the, quicker, the quicker we can get honest, the better our life becomes. But on a positive note, I've heard from some people recently who are really doing well with their million step challenge, with some of their diet stuff. And then you go back and say, what have you changed? And I said, one word, consistency, yep. and being part of a group. You know, we've, we've said this before, Weight Watchers work when you're in the group. Support groups work when you're in a group. I won't mention any personal development gurus, but when people are in that arena, 
for those three or four days, their life seemed to work because they're surrounded by lots of love and hugs. Yep. And then they're alone. So, Neil, I don't know if you've got any space over the next couple of weeks to support some of our listeners, but I think a few of them need to ring you up and book some time with you because life's not easy to do it on your own because if it was, we'd all be doing it on our own. Yep. So perhaps if you've got well, a couple of hours spare and you've got some time to speak to some people and set up a coaching program for some people, maybe this is the time to start with it. And similarly, I know that um, admittedly by the time this goes out, it might not be the case, but I know I saw something on Facebook from you saying that you actually had a couple of slots. I don't I've know. I've only got one now. One's, gonna, gone. One, one's gone already and this one's episode already, hasn't gone yeah. out. So they might not be there, but you know, if anyone is looking for coaching and support, feel free to reach out to either of us and um, we'll see what we can do. And on that note, we'll see you next week. Your best shit.